Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. Bill Michaels' show continues. I'm Radio Joe in for Bill today. I cannot wait to see what Tavon Austin is going to bring to the table for the Packers. And good job by Brian Gutekunst. Criticized him in the first hour. I praise him now. He goes out and signs Tavon Austin, who I think... Could be a fun little toy for Matt LaFleur. Certainly a nice little toy on special teams as well. Talk more about that and a lot more is our Green and Gold Insider, Mike Clemens. Hello, Michael. How are you? Hi, Joe. Is Chris Myers going to the Cubs? I saw that rumor. Um, I don't know if that is a done deal, but that is really interesting. Well, yeah, because he's been um, a real part of NFL coverage on Fox. But if he's with the Cubs, I mean, he, you know. Well, well, yeah. I mean, that's that's a whole other thing. But he also does uh, NASCAR coverage yes. for Fox, and I think he's. I think that's where he's at his best. Is I think he does an exceptional job with NASCAR. So that's very, very interesting to see that happen. Does outstanding with race coverage. But this has been a fun story getting to know Tavon Austin, uh, just by the by the energy of the guy. Now, you know, Darius Shepard, undrafted. The kid who stood up in the team meeting in the summer of 2019, and when they made the rookie stand up and say, what's your name, and maybe sing your school fight song and reveal to us what your signing bonus was, Devontae Adams told us the story. He's like, you know, usually a guy says 15000 or 20000 or, you know, the first-round pick says 1.2 or something like that. And he said, this kid, you know, from Dakota stands up and says, yeah, nothing. I got nothing. I got no signing bonus. So for Shep, as they called him, Darius Shepard, to even make the team they thought was amazing. And then he he had a a, a couple of miscues against the Eagles in that game last year, got cut, brought back, had a good camp, but really wasn't doing anything in there for Tyler Irvin for kick return. So they released him again this week, and they bring bring in Taven Austin, who clears the COVID situation. And... It's it's just an interesting story. You know, can this guy at 30, who used to have this great speed, can he still contribute, you know, to this Packers offense and special teams at 30 years old? I mean, end of the day, uh, I, I can always, always got to just keep it 100 with myself and just be honest. Like, you know, Green Bay been doing a thing this year, you know, even if I was here not, you know what I mean? Hopefully I'm, I just come and just add a little more, threat to the offense, you know, I just free people open and sometimes I get the ball as well and I show what I can do. So, you know, I'm thankful. I one thing I can say that I'm thankful, man. And it's been a long road for me through my injuries and, 
It's been a long road, just somebody really trusting in me. And I've had about nine quarterbacks, eight years, and about four, five different offensive systems. So I've never really been in a steady place. And I'm just glad I'm finally here with uh, Aaron. And uh, hopefully even he he grow his trust in me. And uh, like I already said in him, just from being here today, how he take over in meetings and things like that. It's a different thing that I never seen before. So, you know, like I say, I'm just really excited about it. I'm just trying to, you know, catch up. You know, it's a lot. You know, Coach Coach Matt, he had a lot of stuff. So, just trying to just catch up and hopefully, you know, whenever my my, my time get called, that I I'll be able to to deliver. Yeah, I mean, you talk about a guy that is motivated to play and to play for a contender in the Packers. I mean, keep in mind too, Davon Austin, he's played for the Rams, he's played for the Cowboys. And he also had a crack with the 49ers earlier this summer, Mike. John Lynch, of course, swoops in and tries to get him, but he was dealing with an injury. Yeah, you know, and I think, you know, this is one of these things where everyone watches the Chiefs, who still probably are the best team in the NFL, despite the Steelers' undefeated record. But they see Tariq Hill and they say, we need one of them, you know. And and I don't know if the Packers can get that out of this 30-year-old guy who's had numerous injuries, who was a high draft pick for the Rams, who I remember having standout plays all the time when the Rams were still in St. Louis. Um, but, you know, he's with Sam Bradford and rotating carousel with coaches there. Uh, I think Scott Wells actually might have been a teammate of his when he went down there to sign a deal with them as a center. And then, um, you know, the Rams move out to L.A., and he's out there with Sean McVay for a year or two, and then they moved on, and so he, he's, he was with the Cowboys for two years. And I talked to him uh, in the press conference we had him this week about, I found an interview where he's kind of disgruntled with the Cowboys because they kept on trying to use him more like a running back when he said, look, at, you know, my base position is wide receiver. Why don't you guys give me a shot at that? It didn't work out. He's gone through a carousel of injuries. He tries out for the 49ers because with, through Sean McVay, you know, he knows that Shanahan offense. And so he, he ends up suffering a knee injury in camp. And so he was asked, did you think you had a chance to make the 49ers this summer in camp before you suffered the knee injury? Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, and um, like I say, no, I, I never told anybody this. I was kind of, because I'm a guy, we play in a sport where you can't really show too much emotion. And, um, and Coach Shanahan, he over there, he'll tell you I showed emotion when I was over there. And when he told me I wasn't going to make the team, um, I came right off of the street. I came right off of the street and you know, it was it was pretty hard going into a system like that. I had to learn a hundred plays in four days, and I did it in my body. And I was just, I you know, I was overweight a little bit, and I, and I came in. But end of the day, like you say, uh, from how ever y'all heard, I was I was climbing each week. You know, what I mean, I was climbing each week, and I thought I was going to make the team. Like I was doing real good. I was making the page. I was getting articles written out on me. But you know, God had a different plan for me, you know what I mean? So I just thank, I still thank Coach Shanahan and all them guys over there for the opportunity. But like I said, I really thought I was going to make the team. I started rising week in the week, and, that, and that's my plan over here. Hopefully, as the weeks keep going on, they start seeing more and more of Tate, the real Tate, the old Tate. So that's, that's my whole plan with this whole thing. Yeah, and you know what? It's just it's the sad part about this sport. It's the price you pay, you know, as you get older with your body. Um, but I mean, again, that is just a guy that just continues to stay focused. Even, even when he is brought down a peg because of injury, he builds himself back up and now he's got a new opportunity. The thing too is, you know, Matt LaFleur was with that Rams team for a year. So like how well, 
How well does Tavon Austin know Matt LaFleur from that standpoint when they cross paths? Yeah, and Joe, you make a good point, too, about you know the injuries creeping up. At the same time, there's that crossroad where you could hear it just in Tavon's voice, this is an experienced NFL player. He knows how to get back on the field. You know, he knows how to try and you know preserve himself to get through these these seasons. And um, it, you know, it's this is another one of these stories with this last two years with this network of coaches that have come in from all different corners and guys that they can refer to Gutekinds and say this is a guy I can work with. And so Tavon was asked, "How well did you get to know Matt Lafleur for that one year you were together at the Rams?" And, and at the time, did you think that that young quarterback coach? Was head coaching material? Oh yeah, I definitely see. Uh, me, me and Coach Matt, we used to stay. We stay after together a lot, you know, with his quarterbacks. I used to run a lot of routes um, with him at the practice, and he'll tell you that uh, it just, you know, I, I was hurt back then. Uh, I couldn't really catch the ball. I messed my wrist up, so I didn't really have a lot of like play time over there or nothing like that. So, but yeah, yeah, um, he the same guy, you know. What I mean, he called me on the phone yesterday, seeing the day, just big hug. So he always been the same guy with me. We always just had a chill relationship. So. Yeah, it's, it's really no, it's really no, I'm not surprised at all that he came over and had success like that, you know what I mean? Especially with the hands of one of the, the greatest quarterbacks in the world. So, I mean, I, I, I expected this to happen for him. Yeah, it's just so cool. I, I Again, I am, as a fan, I'm very happy that the Packers were able to swoop up and get this guy. And And the thing is, you know, again, he was dealing with a knee injury back in the summer. He's older. So a lot of people are asking, what is his speed? Like, where do we stand with the speed? Because, I mean, this dude was able to run a 4-3. So where are we now with that, Mike? Right. I mean, you know, he claimed that when he was coming out at the combine, it was a 4-2. Um, and and he, I guarantee it, when he arrived in Green Bay the other day, the first thing they did is take him over the Hudson, and they got out the stopwatch. Yep. And so he was asked, uh, okay, at 30 years old, what's your, what's your 40 time? Well, I'm still explosive. If anything, I'm still four three. If I'm if I ain't four two no more, I know I'm four three. Um, I feel like my my workout spoke for itself. How explosive I was and things like that. I've been off for a little while, been off for a couple of weeks. So just trying to start, just you know, getting back extra reps and tracking the ball and doing things like that and, and getting my feet up under me. But you know, as soon as the coaches feel like you know it's time for me, hopefully if I get back there and I can get a spark and get this the special teams rolling, that'll be one of the big parts I can come to this team about. So just slowly working in and hopefully my day come. All right, let's go. Let's go, baby. Let, let's see what he has to offer here on special teams. And, um, I mean, do you think Tavon Austin could be both a kick returner and a punt returner, or is it one or the other? He hasn't been a kick returner. And let's not forget, you know, Tyler Irvin is not rest in peace. I mean, he's actually been limited in practice coming back from those sore ribs. Right. But you know what they did? They've upgraded over the youth of Darius Shepard to a guy that they hope that knows this offense, can pick it up, and get them through December and hopefully a postseason. I think he could at least punt return this weekend. We asked Sean Menenga, the special teams coordinator, if he could use Austin this weekend. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's an established returner that's you know created big plays and had had a lot of had a lot of big things happen. He's he's definitely dangerous with the ball in his hand. So yeah, for sure we're looking at those options. Well, and not even special teams, Mike. You know that this is another toy for Matt LaFleur to play with in this offense because not just pre-snap motion, but this offense loves to run jet sweeps, and Tavon Austin would be one of those guys tailor-made for a situation like that. And you heard Tavon Austin say, yeah, back in the day with the Rams, Coach Matt, Matt LaFleur, he was up all night with me. Yeah, we got to know each other really well. Yeah. Well, you talk to Matt LaFleur, and he's like, Tavon Austin? Yeah, I... 
I think I've heard of him. Here's 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 Matt Lafleur. You know, we got to get him acclimated to what we're doing and and how we call things. So there is a little bit of a difference between what some of the stuff that we call things here and, and what we did when we were together in LA and certainly he's had a couple stops since then so we'll just see where he's at and kind of evaluate it and take it day by day but somebody that we're very excited about being in the building yeah I mean if you're a Packer fan you have to be very giddy about what they could do and obviously you're not going to throw a whole playbook at Tavon Austin but if you can just focus on maybe a few plays for this week for him to just get comfortable with who knows, man? I mean, I mean, who knows? It's going to be really interesting to see how Tavon Austin fits coming up on Sunday. He's Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider. Coming up on the other side, we will get more into the X's and O's of this matchup and what can we expect from the Philadelphia Eagles. That is coming up on the other side. I'm Radio Joe in for Bill today. The Bill Michael Show continues right after this. Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Third and 17. So the big rush from Gary. Trubisky lost the ball. It's scooped by Preston Smith, who takes it in for the Green Bay defensive touchdown. Our guys, we've been fighting hard all year to try to get the ball out, and we just had a we had a lot of opportunities last week, and we capitalized on those opportunities. Darnell with the interception, Z causing the fumble for me to pick up and run in for a touchdown. So there's a lot of great things we was doing out there to try to get the ball out and doing our part on you know just trying to fly around and make plays as best as possible. That's Preston Smith. Highlight courtesy of NBC is, we all know, one of the big turning points in that game against the Chicago Bears and a big moment for Preston Smith because he needed it. We'll have more on Preston Smith coming up here in just a second, but some breaking news here on the Bill Michaels Show and all breaking news brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. You can find out how far an extra mile really goes. Matt LaFleur talking right now. Uh, we mentioned earlier in the show that Zadarius Smith had an ankle issue today and did not practice. The quote from LaFleur, I'm not overly concerned about this. It's something he's been battling through all season. Some days are better than others, and we'll see where he's at on Sunday. Another uh, nugget of info, we talked about Tyler Irvin a little bit in the last segment. Uh, LaFleur saying, quote, I would say he's made a lot of progress, and we'll see how he feels on Sunday. I'm pretty optimistic. So other than Corey Lindsley being ruled out, obviously, um, it seems like the Packers are going to have most of their players back for this game uh, coming up against the Philadelphia Eagles. Mike Clements, our Green and Gold Insider, back with us. So, you know, we did we we heard from Preston Smith a little bit earlier in the show, Mike, but one thing we didn't get to was him talking more specifically about that whole scoop and score, and apparently it got a little awkward. Yeah, and and the sack, too. And the thing about Zadarius, to point out, I mean, as LaFleur mentioned, he's been dealing with this ankle injury all season. Remember, we've had seen him in some games where he's wearing the old Johnny Unitas high tops, you know, trying to get support on that ankle. And that might be have explained a lot of things of what Zadarius is going through in terms of his production. Uh, it's not the Smith brothers this year. You know, because of the COVID and some of the restrictions and the protocol and all that, you know, these two guys aren't together. And Preston Smith, okay, I get it. Maybe he doesn't really want to do some of these press conferences. But Ryan Wood is one of our, you know, green and gold insiders for the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. And 
This is how this exchange went down last yesterday afternoon, Joe. Ryan Wood. Preston, which did you enjoy more, the touchdown or the sack? And, and, and what, did you, uh, what did you see on both those plays? Uh, I probably enjoyed the touchdown because I got to get with my guys out there. We come up and we did our celebration. Did you walk us through those plays? Uh, what? Which one? Both. So <laughs> what, what did you see on both those plays? Yeah. You want to walk through the sack and the, and the, uh, the, the, the scoop and score? I know it's been a few days, but I imagine that both were – all right, here you go. For you. Stay with me now when I walk you through this. All right, so the center had the ball. He snapped the ball. The quarterback caught the ball. Z rushed. I rushed on the outside of Z. Z hit the quarterback. The quarterback fumbled the ball. I came back around, picked the ball up. I put the ball, tucked the ball in. I ran towards the end zone. There was nobody around. Then I scored a touchdown. <laughs> And then the defense met me in the end zone, and we celebrated. That was a touch. That was a scooping score. So here I'm about to bring you through the sack. The center had the ball. He snapped the ball. I got off the ball. I engaged him to the offensive lineman. I uh, ran him back into the quarterback. I disengaged. The quarterback still had the ball. I tackled him. The quarterback fell to the ground. Sack. Yeah, you know, make sure that you, you, know, you see it vividly. All right, Rob Demasi. I'm not sure how to follow that, Preston, but... Okay, so is is Preston Smith just trying to be funny, or is it just a little too much sarcasm? I think he's trying to be funny. Okay. I think for some reason he thinks that recapping a play is a dumb question, like, can't you see what happened on the play? Don't, I mean, weren't you watching the game? But, you know, something... There's something that's changed. There's just something on that defensive side of the ball in Green Bay... That's just a little off, and I can't. There's, you know, my spidey senses are up on this thing, because there's there's a continuity between coaches and players and guys giving compliments over on the offensive side, et cetera. And the offense has had their downtimes too. The defense, you know, who who wants to be a leader this week? They got Adrian Amos out there talking half the time, you know, and instead of the team captain Zadarius Smith, who's supposed to speak a little bit this afternoon. So I, I followed up, and I said, oh, Preston, you know, you used to stand at Clay Matthews' locker, I did, and, and talk about the blitz and the timing, and Clay would say, you know, sometimes you wait through the first quarter because you look at the region, you get the timing, you try and make sure that everything is the way you spent all week long look at the film. So I said, do you have the freedom under Mike Patton to blitz the quarterback if you see the opportunity? Uh, I mean, a lot of times... Um, when we get an opportunity to rush, it's uh, put your best rush out there. You know, we get a, we get some opportunities to put our best rush out there. And a lot of times we get home. A lot of times we call pressure and it may cause an incomplete pass or overthrown ball or interception. But you know, yeah, we got a lot of it's it's it's, it's moments that present themselves where we're allowed to you know have our freedom. But we got to have our freedom within the frame of the defense of play, and we got to make sure that we don't you know just be out there just thinking about ourselves. We got to think about our other teammates because I can't just have, you know, a rush and it's, it doesn't work with, you know, what the guy next to me is doing. Like, I may be rushing next to Kenny. If Kenny's a three technique, then, you know, most of the time I can't take an inside move. You know, I can't, I just can't run into his gap because I may run into him, knock him down, and we both fall on the ground now, you know, I'm up here trying. I'm, I'm trying extra hard to make a play and do something special, and now I'm affecting another guy as well as myself. 
you got to kind of execute to the, in the framework of the defense. Well, I, I got to say this, Mike. I mean, this Eagles offensive line is banged up. It's regressed. I mean, this is a golden opportunity for these guys to do a little bit more blitzing on Sunday. Right. Carson Wentz, 46 sacks, leads the league in that. You know, he's he's been running for his life all season. Mike Smith is the offensive is the uh, is the outside linebacker coach. Spirited, straightforward, tells it like it is. Preston Smith did not start the game against the Bears. It was Rashawn Gary who got the first snap. Now, they claim this because the Bears were in two tight ends, but the week before, Mike Smith had also said, Rashawn Gary is really coming on. And Mike Smith was asked, well, what's going on with Preston Smith's play this past month? You know, I think the thing with, with, with Preston is, is just staying positive, staying focused. You know, he knows the rush plan. He's, he's, you know, he's not rushing the way I want him to rush right now. And, and I think a lot of that, you know, can be with things that you read, things that you see. You know, I made a point the other day. People pull stuff off of off of PFF, and I like PFF. I, th- I look at some stuff, but uh, I was talking to this matter earlier. You got to you, you got to look at what we look at things and how we grade things. A few more, Olivia Reiner. Hi again, Preston. When Mike Smith spoke to the media, he said that you weren't rushing the way that he wanted you to rush, quote unquote. What exactly does that mean to you? How do you interpret that? I have no clue. That's my first time hearing it. Uh, I don't know what that means. Well, maybe uh, your spidey senses, Mike, are uh, making a lot of sense right now that there is a little bit of a disconnect. You know, it is what it is. It's out there to judge. In the meantime, the guy had a big game. He had two big plays. We'll see how they played against the Eagles. The Eagles, a team that struggled with injuries last year, two years removed from a Super Bowl. You thought that they could make the moves to bolster that team this year, and instead they are decimated once again. Uh, and Doug Peterson, who's a straightforward guy, you know, you ask him, what's happened to your offense this year, Coach? Offensively, we've battled with uh, a lot of injury, uh, a lot of a lot of different moving parts up front with the offensive line, guys in and out. You know, it's just we haven't had the consistency and the continuity that you would like week in and week out. You look at offenses around the league that have stayed together and have stayed healthy, there, there's continuity and there's consistency there, and we just haven't had that this season. And uh, it's something that we uh, we you know we don't make excuses for it. it, it it's it's where we are, and and uh, you know we have to get better. Yeah, I mean it's really head scratching with this offense right now. And you know we, we talked about this earlier. We had Ruben Frank on who covers the Eagles, and you know I asked him about the whole Jalen Hurts thing. Like why why would they draft Jalen Hurts? And and he's like, I mean your guess is as good as mine. I mean Wentz is twenty seven years old, and it was just a really weird draft pick for the Eagles. Yeah, he turns twenty eight this month. He's not 37, he's 27. He's five years into his career. And the Eagles used a high draft pick to get that rookie quarterback, Jalen Hurts. And so, you know, the mood in Philly is like, how close are they to coaching, to benching Wentz for Jalen Hurts? We do whatever it takes to to spark the offense. You do whatever it takes to, uh, you know, win a football game, uh, be, be successful. And look, I mean, I know it may... People, people may think it's different, and you can't get a guy into a rhythm or whatever. But you know, when you struggle as an offense, you're looking for ways to create some plays. And but as far as the rotation goes, um, you'd like to be in a little more of a rhythm. If it were Jalen in there, maybe he goes a couple plays in a row. You know, and obviously if Carson's in there, he he takes the bulk of the action. So they're both professionals; they understand, and and um, 
expect nothing uh, nothing less. Oh, boy. Okay. Mike, can I hold you through for one more segment? Sure. Because I want to hear from Mike Pettin as well going into this, and we'll try to hear from Roger Goodell as well. He's Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider. We're getting you ready for Packers and Eagles. Don't forget, Green and Gold Postgame show immediately following the game on many of these network stations coming up afterwards on Sunday. We'll wrap things up next on The Bill Michael Show. You're listening to The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Wind gust comes through, third and 11. Pack bringing five. Trubisky taking it deep into a lot of coverage. It is intercepted. Darnell Savage was touched. So down by contact back at the 47-yard line. But Savage comes up with the interception again. I tell you what, that highlight courtesy of NBC, it is refreshing to see this defense that at times has been reeling this season get some takeaways. And they took advantage of Mitch Trubisky. They have another golden opportunity with Carson Wentz, who's made a ton of mistakes this season. The Bill Michael Show continues. I'm Radio Joe. Final couple of minutes here. And on the Schneider Orange Hotline is our Green and Gold Insider, Mike Clemens. So, Mike, I mean, how? what is Mike Pettin going to do here? Like, what? what is the best way to get after the Eagles here to try to have the same success that they did against Chicago? Eagles are going to try and get back to the run game. Miles Sanders is back now for another week. You know, they missed him ter- terribly. They had Alshon Jeffrey out. They've been decimated at wide receiver. Travis Fulgram is a name you're going to hear about during the broadcast when they kick off at 325. Why? Because he was a six-round pick with the Lions, didn't do much in Detroit. He was in camp for the Packers this summer for nine days, and they cut him. They just thought, man, average guy, whatever. He gets to Philadelphia. And in, the, in a game against the 49ers in prime time, he catches two balls at the end of the game, and it's like he's been with you know Carson Wentz for five years. Yeah. And he, he would be the number two receiver with the Packers <laughs> with the numbers he's had in Philadelphia. So Mike Patton says, hey, forget about you know all the adversity. Um, You've got to take these, this Eagles team seriously. As a defense, we run paranoid, and we will we'll always have the utmost respect, and, and we always have to assume we're going to get the other team's best. Hey, if, they, if they're not playing to that level, that's great. But we have to assume we're, we're going to get their, their, uh, their absolute best. So I, I know they've had their struggles, but uh, that, that he's, you know, get, they're getting some of their weapons back. Uh, you know, and this is, a, this is a quarterback that's, that's, uh, that's, been, that's been productive. So we can't look at it that way. But, uh, but I do think just looking at Philly, you know, just like all of our games similar to Chicago, I mean, hey, we, it's important for us that, that we, we stop the run, but at the same time that, that we've allocated enough to, to defend the pass as well and give, give some different looks. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge for us. I mean, it's, it's a, it's, I know what they look like on paper, but, but um, you know, this is, a, this is a, a good NFL team that, that's got good players that's, that's coming in here. Um, and then they came in here a year ago and, and, t- and took it to us. So, you know, we're, we're, um, we're looking forward to it. Cannot wait to see how this will play out. Mike, real quick, I know Roger Goodell spoke earlier this week, and there's been a lot of talk about whether or not the NFL would consider maybe bubbling up some of these playoff teams. So what's the deal there? Are they considering that? I guess, you know, John McLaughlin, Mr. Buck, was on the station last night and talked about when you really think about it, what the NBA pulled off was amazing. I don't think Goodell sees that he could do that cost-effectively. And so, you know, he does things like shut down the offices 
on Monday and Tuesday. You got a guy like A.J. Dillon, by the way, your rookie running back. He's been on the COVID list now over a month. Yeah. So Goodell was asked, you know, do you think that the NFL regular season is still safe? We do think it's uh, safe to continue. Listen, there, there are challenges. We're seeing virus spread and increase in our communities. And so that's a challenge for us. Obviously, our objective is to finish 256 games safely. Well, I mean, they've gotten this far. We'll see what happens here. He is our Green and Gold Insider, Mike Clemens. Mike, I got like 10 seconds. What's your prediction for this game? I, I say the Packers will handle them. I, the, the, the Eagles will show up, at, let's say, 28-17. Okay, very good. Mike, as always, thank you. We'll talk to you during the Green and Gold postgame show on Sunday. Thank you, Joe. There he is, Mike Clemens on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider, hiring drivers right now, 844 Pride, or go to schneiderjobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.